Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, November 21st, 2019. I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. And Diane Broadway stars James Marino. James, we continue our ever-growing love affair with our patrons yesterday with an early release of Jan Simpson's new episode of Stagecraft, where she talked with Alexis Shearer, the playwright of our dear dead drug lord, which is currently playing over at Second Stage through January 5th. That episode won't be available until Sunday if you're not a Saturday. patron. Saturday, sorry. It's even right here in front of me. I just can't read. Saturday, <laughs> not a patron, which absolutely absolute madness if you think you can wait that long but for five dollars uh, i feel like sally struthers here but for just five dollars you can head over to patreon.com slash broadway radio or the reverse back us to receive early episodes plus bonus content like the tamanini files which part three should be out either today no. Huh? Well, we, uh, Matt and I had a dinner Wednesday night. Uh, oh, wow. We to Jagged Little Pill. Ah. Um, and uh, set a schedule for part three of the 10 Minute Files recording okay. on Thursday morning. Very nice. So, uh, All right. That'll be the Patreon only feed on. Love it. Uh, after Thursday morning at some point. We Probably will, uh, while he's on the plane. Yes, exactly. The plane back to Florida. Florida. Florida to the warmth. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's why my hands are numb as I sit here. Yeah. You know, I'm Shucks. very concerned because my office is very toasty. Oh, really? Why don't you brag about it, I guess? Well, I'm, I'm thinking that something's wrong with thermostat. You know, because it's, it's very well, toasty. Well, and my, my electric bill is going to be through the roof. Probably, yeah. I mean, I guess that's the negative. I My bill pretty much remains the same, but so does the temperature of my apartment at the moment until I can get my window fixed. Right now, I, right now I, it's just freezing. I used to live in a pre-war on the Upper West Side, uh, uh, yeah. and the and the heat was included, uh, yeah. steam heat, and, yep. like that. and I would have to open all my windows in February because it was so friggin' hot. That sounds about right. That was my <laughs> old West Village apartment. Not great. Not <laughs> ideal. You either sweat to death or freeze to death. It's fine. It's fine. That's the well, charm I, of New York. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, you know what's really, what's really hot these days? Ah. Huh. The Grammy Awards. Ah, yes, indeed, James. Wednesday was a very exciting day for music fans and musicians because yesterday the 2020 Grammy Award nominations were announced. The Recording Academy recognized five cast recordings in the Best Musical Theater Album category for the 2020 awards, including Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations, Hadestown, Moulin Rouge, The Musical, the music of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child and Four Contemporary Suites, and Oklahoma. Included in the nominations are both the lead singers of each respective recording and the album's producers. Other Broadway-adjacent nominees for this year's awards were the Barbara Streisand for Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album, Waitress Composer Lyricist and Star Sarah Bareilles for Best American Roots Performance, and Composer Mark Shaman for Best Score Soundtrack for Visual Media for his work on Mary Poppins Returns. The 62nd Grammy Awards were will air on January 26th on CBS. Of course, many congratulations to all the nominees. I think the winner is likely 
pretty clear here, James, or at least should be. Though it is a great list, of course, but Hades Town is certainly the album I'll be rooting for, especially considering at the moment there is no cast recording I listen to more frequently and in full. I also know from a feature I read yesterday, which we'll include in the recommendations in the show notes, that Andre Shields is gunning for an EGOT, and if Hades Town wins the Grammy, he will only be an O away. So, which of the Hades Town recordings is your favorite? Is the Broadway cast your favorite, or mm. have you listened to all the different variations? I've listened to all the different variations. I I do really like the Broadway cast recording. I'm I'm currently partial to it. I think the Broadway cast recording has a certain. Uh, uh, polish and maturity to it, it that does yeah and it's really really wonderful but the raw stuff is is great too is I, I mix a lot of the stuff a I lot go of back and forth yeah, yeah absolutely sure. absolutely while i listen to it in full of course it's the full cast a broadway cast recording and it's one of very few recordings that i can't usually just listen to one song from it i have to listen front to back yeah. It's a rarity. It's a big, big rarity. Excellent. So yeah. uh, did you mention when the Grammys are? I don't the remember. The Grammys no, are on January yeah. 26th. Yeah, Jan- the, Jan- that 26th. will air on CBS. So congratulations to all the nominees. As I said, I will always be watching the Grammys. Uh, I don't think they announce musical theater on the actual broadcast. No. I think it's yeah. one of the pre-show uh, Two weeks before, but, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they actually announced it already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they bury it in some sort of Christmas special and the or winner something like that. Is, yeah. <laughs> it's like during during the commercial break of Dancing with the Stars yes, or something exactly. like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect. Exactly. It's well, <laughs> sort of a book reading type of thing, you know. That's that's where Andre De Shields will get his. Oh, uh, Patrick Page. Yeah. Ooh, oh yes, that'd be perfect. I'll take that. Thank you very much. <laughs> It'd be awesome if Hades Town. I, I know this is never going to happen, but if mm. Hades Town ever got to perform on the Grand Grammys, you know. Oh, that would be I, nice. I wonder if any Broadway casts have ever performed on the Grammys. Hamilton did, didn't it? They did the live, oh, yeah. uh, live from the Richard Rogers. Yeah, that's right. See, I don't remember any of this stuff. Hamilton is the exception to the rule, always. To be fair, though, I, I, I'm I'm sure there's had to have been others, but it's Hamilton or bust, really. All right, so let's uh, move to the other coast. Actually, is yeah. the Grammy Awards in Los Angeles or are they in New York? Oh, that's they were hardly ever in New York. I think good. they were in New York th- once and they went think back to they're Los Angeles. They're in LA. Yeah, it's a smaller stage though at the yeah. La Jolla than the Grammy yeah. stage. But the West Coast Theater just made some big programming announcements yesterday, James. That's right. What the Constitution means to me. Uh, Bangra Musical, Lauren Yee premiere, and uh, join Limpica in the new La Jolla season. California's La Jolla Playhouse will present two world premieres of its 2020-21 season as the Tony and Pulitzer Prize-nominated What the Constitution Means to Me. The first uh, world premiere, uh, Bangin' It, from composer Sam Wilmot and writers That's Mike Lou. And Rihanna Lou Mirza, and we'll explore 
explore the world of competitive Bangra, which is traditional Punjab dance. You got it, yeah. <laughs> All right. You know, uh, you know, I keep on thinking that Bollywood is going to make bigger inroads here in America than it has in the, in I know. the past, you know? Very, very specific audiences for it, but, yeah, not, but like, not so huge, much on the Broadway stage. Yeah, the huge Bollywood movies, they're awesome. I know. They're yeah. so exciting. Love them. You come out of the, watching them in the theater, you feel like you worked out. That's <laughs> <So. laughs> as much of a workout as I'll be getting that day. <laughs> so Amy Anders Corcoran will be directing uh, the staging co-production with the McCarter Theater Center. The second world premiere will be a debut of Mother Russia by Lauren Yee, directed by Tyne Raffelli. And the comedy explores the love triangle that unfolds between two Russian surveillance workers and Katya, a fallen pop star. Love it. That Love sounds it. gross. Yeah. <laughs> Does she know that they're spying on her? Don't or, know. Don't know. Are they? Actually, I'm just assuming that's the surveillance workers. I or, trust. I trust Lauren Yee. That's all I know. Yes, exactly. Have you seen all the Melania memes that uh, <laughs> I dig husband grave? Oh God, no. Yes. <laughs> I thought he'd be dead by now. <laughs> and finally, Heidi Schreck's Pulitzer Prize finalist play, What the Constitution Means to Me, will head to the theater following its upcoming tour stops to L.A., Chicago, and more. The three shows joined the previously announced Lumpika, which opened in 2020 before its likely Broadway transfer in the mm -hmm. following year. Yeah. Two additional shows will be announced at a later date. Uh, you know, any guesses here, you know, Margaritaville? Uh, oh yeah, for sure. It'll sure. both, both shows will be Margaritaville. Okay. As well as uh, <laughs> casting for the above shows. <laughs> so, uh, Very yeah, exciting. I'm, you ever been to La Jolla Playhouse? I haven't. And now I feel like I must, this is a it great is lineup. Gorgeous. And really? La Jolla is a beautiful town. Oh my oh, goodness. Yeah. So yeah, we should take the Broadway radio plane. <laughs> Yes. Do the La Jolla Playhouse. We really, we really need this. Things out. We we'll do really remote, remote live spots like uh, local radio stations do from the uh, rock van, yes. the car dealerships, you know? That'll, it won't be quite the Tamanini files, but yeah. it's... We'll need flags. We need flags. <laughs> we always need flags. <laughs> yeah. Please. I'm so, really, really looking forward to this, though, especially uh, Lauren Yee. I believe she's got Cambodian rock band over there right now mm. through mid-December. And I mean, put what the Constitution means to me on every stage in America. I don't care. I, I It should be everywhere. I love it so much. I'll talk about it every day for the rest of my life, as seems to be the case. Well, I mean, this next headline is, is it's, it's like, it's like ice cream with whipped cream and hot fudge <laughs> and sprinkles and gummy bears. And it's straight Reese's out of pieces. my dreams. It, it is all, it is everything we love all in one as yes. David Byrne, yes. Andre DeShields, yes. Annalie Ashford yes. joined John Mulaney's new Musical Netflix yes. special. Yes, yes, yes. This is straight out of my dream journal. I oh think my goodness. this is some really fun and excited, unexpected news. Yesterday, it was announced that comedian and oh hello star John Mulaney will be releasing a new musical Netflix special that will quote recapture the music of that the magic of that bygone television era where children sang songs about their feelings with celebrity guests on funky outdoor sets. 
The new special John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch will, of course, star Mulaney, as well as the eponymous bunch of children aged 8 to 13. And those aforementioned celebrity guests are some pretty big names. We got David Byrne, Andre DeShields, Natasha Leone, Annalie Ashford, Shireen Pimentel, Richard Kind, and Jake Gyllenhaal, or Jake Gyllenhaal from Zodiac specifically, as Mulaney says. <laughs> <laughs> the quote, the result is a collage of Broadway caliber showstoppers, comedy sketches for all ages, meditations on the unknown from children and adults, and a paper mache volcano. It's funny, musical, joyous, anxious, and surprisingly profound. John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch is directed by Reese Thomas and will launch globally on Netflix on Christmas Eve, December 24th. Now this, we have something to do. Yeah, yeah, now, just now. Yeah. This is so much fun. I'm assuming everyone had to sign an NDA about it because as the news was announced, Pretty much everybody I knew on social media shared it and said they worked on it over the summer, and I had heard nothing about it. I'm a massive John Mulaney fan and also love me a good variety show, especially when it features such a list of talent. Of course, does my heart really good for as big of a star as Mulaney has become over the years. He's such a big theater geek. So, so much of what we see from him, including that SNL diner lobster bit. they did. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, Oh, hello. A couple of years ago, Nick Kroll, which I watch on average once a week could have stacked this cast with whatever talent he wanted. We still end up with a quote collage of Broadway caliber showstoppers. This is awesome. I'm getting this for everybody for Christmas. Yes. Well, just get everybody Netflix subscriptions, it seems. Well, I'm telling all my friends who have Netflix, I've got them. That's the the gift that keeps them giving. Exactly. So, So, (laughs) yeah, this is is very exciting. It It is very true because uh, it did not leak. I mean, the the White House leaks more than this. Oh, well, no, yeah. no crap. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be kind for one minute because as we're recording this, as debates are going on, I'm already politically stressed, which is now my uh, permanent mindset. I think just politically stressed. <laughs> well, you just have to think to yourself: red, white, and Broadway. Red, white, and Broadway. Uh, always, always. All right. What do we have in the recommendation section? Yeah. The first is what I mentioned while talking about the Grammys, that Andre DeShields piece from The Undefeated, written by Soraya Nadia McDonald and called Andre DeShields of Hadestown knows you're never too old to reach for an EGOT. It's a great read full of typical DeShields wisdom and witticisms. The dude is so cool. I'll read or listen anything he has to say forever. So be sure to check that one out and, you know, root for his EGOT campaign. The second comes from the mayor's office here in New York, actually, which is the city's small theater industry and cultural economic impact study. The report is 60 pages long. So if you don't have time to read the whole thing, American theater magazine has broken it down in a new article that also assesses the Donnelly foundation, Chicago study. The takeaway from it is really what we already know, James, and it's the influence both culturally and economically of small theaters in the city. 
Just to go through some of the numbers, the New York City study measured 748 venues of 499 seats or fewer, which includes both off-Broadway and off-off-Broadway theaters, of course. 96% of those surveyed were nonprofit entities, and the economic output of that group was $1.3 billion. That includes ticket sales, rentals to outside companies and other forms of indirect impact, and theater workers' wage spending. The study also found the small theater industry generated 8,400 full-time jobs and $512 million in wages. In the past four years, the small theater industry has grown at a rate of 5% annually, which outpaces all the other entertainment sectors in the city, including commercial theater, which has grown at a rate of 2%. Now the study wraps up with recommendations like the city needs to build theater outside of Manhattan as well and the other boroughs, which co-signed forever. The grand takeaway is, as it concludes, quote, despite challenging economic factors, the demand for small venue theaters and the art that emerges from them has continued to expand in recent years. With the right support, it will continue to grow in the years to come. This is, uh, you know, we've been saying all along. Were mm-hmm. you uh, with us on Broadway Radio when that uh, thing came out last year that said that if you combined all of the sports teams in New York and all of the money um, and all of the fans that Broadway still outpaced all of the sports teams? Oh, wow. Teams. No, I didn't. I wasn't yeah. here. Like. Yeah, that was uh, (laughs) sounds. Sounds. I mean, it it might sound a little bit shocking to some people, but we know what great work small theaters are doing in the city, and it's. We even talked about yesterday that the best work is being produced off Broadway. It's good to see the numbers reflect that as well. Yeah, that's true. All right, what do we have in other news? All right. Uh, first up over at Signature Theater, the revival of Anna DeVere Smith's monologue play, Fires in the Mirror, has announced another extension to its run. The production, directed by Sahim Ali and which stars Michael Benjamin Washington, will now run through December 22nd. The Signature Revival officially opened November 11th. Very excited to get to see this one in the coming weeks now with more opportunities to do so. On to a few bits of benefit and charity news, James. Famed Vogue editor Anna Wintour will co-host a special performance of Tina the Tina Turner musical at the end of January. The one-night-only event, which will include a cocktail reception hosted by Wintour prior to the performance, will benefit RAIN, the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, which is the nation's largest anti-sexual violence organization in the country. Says Wintour, quote, Tina's story is an inspirational story of triumph and courage, overcoming obstacles and defying odds. We are so proud to partner with the production company behind Tina and Rain to bring attention to this issue and help put an end to it. A select number of events package, event packages inclusive of a premium ticket to the performance and access to the cocktail reception are available. The benefit will be held on January 31st, 2020. A great cause, a great tie-in, and a nice ticket if you can get it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Also in the news, the Actors Fund in association with Universal Theatre Group and Margaret Stein will present a one-night-only concert version of Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol on December 16th at the Gerald W. Lynch Theatre at John Jay College. 
The performance will be directed by Carl Andrus with orchestrations by John McDaniel. Gavin Lee and Sierra Bogus will lead the cast, which also includes Claiborne Elder, Kyle Selig, Matthew Scott, Michael Potts, Don Daryl Rivera, Frederick Odgard, Clea Blackhurst, Jennifer Cody, Jeff Blumenkrantz, Stephen DeRosa, and Jeff Hiller with additional casting to be announced soon. That is an absolutely killer cast. <laughs> Originally airing in December 1962, Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol features a score by Julie Stein and Bob Merrill and was the first animated holiday special produced specifically for TV. Proceeds from the concert version will benefit the programs and services of the Actors Fund. You can get tickets at actorsfund.org starting at $75. Another thing I'm furious to be out of town for because that cast is just dynamite. Hmm. And finally, it's that time of the year. The annual Broadway Carols for a Cure has been released. The 21st volume features 18 Yule and Hanukkah tracks from the companies of over a dozen Broadway musicals, including Town, Oklahoma, Beetlejuice, Ain't Too Proud, Tootsie, The Phantom of the Opera, Come From Away, Aladdin, Waitress, Wicked, Dear Evan Hansen, Fiddler on the Roof, and Freestyle Love Supreme, who are putting their spin on Oh Christmas Tree. The album also features tracks from Broadway musicians AFM Local 802 and the Broadway Baby Mamas. This year's release includes a digital download with bonus content such as behind-the-scenes videos from the album's recording. Carols for a Cure, as always, benefits Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS, and is available at the Broadway Cares store as a CD and digital download for $25. I know everyone seems to get sick of the same tracks over and over and over again all throughout the holiday season, but I am not one of those people. <laughs> and I always get carols for a cure. I love it so much. 25 bucks. That's 25 the, bucks. That is the best thing. The absolute best present to give to a, a friend. Get it for yourself. Yes. Treat yourself. Treat, Treat yourself, yourself. wealth. Exactly. Everyone, everyone in James Moreno's life is getting a Carols for Cure CD and also just the general knowledge of the John Mulaney musical special. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just writ- written on a post-it note. Don't forget to watch. I'm going to give him fake uh, Netflix login credentials. Oh, my God. Brutal. Yeah. Just brutal. Hey, did you, uh, have you uh, subscribed to the Disney Plus thing? No, I haven't. <laughs> you haven't? No. Uh, I have. I haven't really spent time watching it yet. I haven't had a chance to yet, but my kids are watching it, and they really, uh, really love it. It seems to be on all the time. That's good. Uh, I have uh, so many things. I just might as well get cable again. You know, the whole... (sighs) The a la carte thing is really testing my patience these days. It really is. I mean, hey, if if it's good, it's good. Why not? You know, similar to uh, a horse, an airplane, and a ski house, what do those things have all in common? A horse? What was that? A horse? A horse, a plane, and a ski house. Oh, my God. I don't know. And a boat? 
I'm rewatching Bojack Horseman right now, so my brain is (laughs) not thinking of the same thing you're thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) So it's best not to own a horse or a ski house or a boat or a plane. It's best to have a friend with a boat, a horse, Ah, a ski house, and a plane. Very nice. You know, and so uh, have a friend with uh, Netflix and Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I'll be getting your Disney Plus login from you. Is what you're telling me. You're part of my family. Oh, see? There you go. <laughs> All right. Why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Be sure to head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio or broadwayradio.com slash patreon to back us if you haven't already to support our work. Also, head over to your podcasting platform of choice as well as Facebook to write some kind words about us. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Thursday with us. And don't forget that uh, coming December 24th, John Mulaney's new musical Netflix special is going to be there. And I got it there for you. Yes. Oh, my God. So generous. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) 